So, so can I? Can I go? Can I go? So. <laughs> We are Tim, Tony, and Mark, and we are Naked Spiritual Men. We talk about our experiences as entrepreneurs, spiritual seekers, and men who want to live with purpose. We found our conversations quite inspiring for ourselves, and now we want to share them with you too. So sit tight and just have fun. Hi guys, good to have you again. Mark here with a brief introduction of the next episode. Um, yeah, what can I tell you? This is again, amazing, amazing conversation between Tim, Tony and I, where we discuss true authenticity. You know, this, this, this thin line um, of the universe telling you, stop, stop, don't go any further or push through, you, all, you are almost there. What is it? How do you know what the universe is actually trying to tell you? That's the main question of today. Have fun and see you around. So uh, the question is, if you create value from the heart and you notice in your direct environment that people don't feel it as value yet or as added value yet, do you then have to view that as feedback stop giving this value the market doesn't want it or is this indeed the universe tell you keep going you're almost there or somewhere in between that's an interesting question that always keeps me awake at night i'm very curious uh what you guys think of this well one of the things that depends on is what is your own int intrinsic drive what do you expect from sending out your message. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's kind of like an, maybe there's like an, yeah, old school, new school, old energy, new energy thing, right? Uh, and I mean, before we started the recording, there was this like, am I, am I doing this? I mean, we're talking about like communication, right? Like, like, I feel it's a lot about communication in this time also, you know, where it's like, okay, people uh, show yourself and it's like, am I, am I trying to put something in the mind of people outside, like classic push style marketing mm -hmm. or am I being, do, am I, Letting, I have to use the passive, letting myself be pulled towards, right? Like communicating, uh, like maybe even trying different stuff. And am I still, am I still coming and communicating from a place of learning? Yeah. So we have on the one side or they're on the, both on the same side, like Tony said, what do you expect, quote unquote, if you start to communicate? So do you have an expectation at all? If yes, is that something that like is maybe like ego driven? Is that something that you want in return instead of something you give give to uh, to others? 
And are you still coming from a place of learning or are you just acting the teacher, right? Do I get this wrong? Get this right? That's really interesting. Um, because this could be a, a constant debate with myself. Is this genu genuinely coming from the true source from you as in you wanted to add value to others with no expectation in return? Or is it you secretly trying to make money, please your ego and be there for the rest as a sort of, sort of savior? And then you just want to be seen. <clears throat> and if you just want to be seen, I'm thinking out loud here, then you say anything you can say practically anything what you think the other one to want to hear because then you are recognized because mm -hmm. then you are saying what they want to hear instead of your own true message. What do you think? Well, I think that if you uh, state your message from the heart and being completely authentic, uh, at some point you will get the right audience. Mm -hmm. uh, so... I wouldn't stop uh, sending if the, the feedback is disappointing at some point. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And on, on in parallel, uh, maybe find other ways to reach people, like like through other platforms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the practical sense, you can try to find or change your strategy a little bit to use other yeah. channels. But don't, cha don't change your story. If the story yeah. truly comes from the heart, don't change your story. Yeah. What you could do, and, and that's one of the things we discussed in the preliminary, is change the way you tell your story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like making it, making it more of a story instead of dry facts. You gave a nice example. How that could work. Yeah, give a nice example or even at best, and that's the uh, that's the the things that I've experienced is really like the reaction that people get like to like a story. I was like earlier saying, like, okay, an example story, there's Joe and there's like Jane, and they do something that is like one level, but if I'm like when I'm telling you the story about uh, about Tim, for instance, and um, I've done that on one of my first webinars where I had like I really just talked about stuff that I had experienced and was able to like just say examples from my from my life, which were like okay, where I stuff like okay i i told people like yes part of the framework is you need your own authority and then i told people stories about like how right like i like was looking looking for answers and was like either like referring back to or uh, people who constructed this amazing framework that i learned about like i was uh like when it's like when things become too hard like it's really comfortable it was comfortable for me to uh like just have a boss to go to and be like, okay, you decide, right? Like, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna take this authority for myself. Um, and those are the. This is like the, um, like when you are like at this soft white underbelly moment. And I, when I'm looking at the screen right now, like your guys' ears are like much bigger than they were before, right? Yeah. Um, and this is always the, and it, we're not, 
we trained, I think we trained ourselves out of that actually sharing something that is personal, personal. Um, also in order to like, yeah, like protect ourselves from like judgment or just from being like, mm -hmm. ah, yeah, no, that that is not that is not interesting. And I've been in those situations as well, right? Like, uh, especially like in a business context where you're like, okay, now I have to like, like, wait, this doesn't feel good. Tim, nobody cares about how it feels. Yeah. To you. We are pro we are professionals, and I'm like, you fucking professionals, <laughs> right? Like, um. And yeah, we are, we are very, all of us, we are very professional a lot of the time, like even when we're, right, like even when we're with, uh, with others sometimes, um, like we're still acting this like professional, yeah. cool kind of thing. And that's really like, like that's a, that's a dangerous thing somehow. Yeah, it really is. It's. It's funny though, because I can even act honest. Do you know what I mean? I can even <laughs> now, be... you, now you get dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 really I I've I re I, I've had conversation on business events or even uh, don't like the second layer behind or after your family get togethers where you're actually truly yourself. Like if I'm with my brothers and my mom, mm -hmm. you will see like the most naked version of, 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 of honesty of, from me. Right. And then, um, when you feel good and strong and confident, it's pretty easy to be yourself. I would say. But sometimes you don't have this natural energy. Sometimes you have had an experience. Sometimes you've had something going on. And then you are suddenly in some kind of get together or whatever. And people praise you for your honesty and for you being real. Even though when people say that, it doesn't feel real to me. So A, their compliments don't feel real. And B, I did not even, like, I wasn't even myself fully. So this compliment is even less worth than I originally thought it was because it was meant as a compliment. But I thought, yeah, but you couldn't be more wrong because I wasn't even actually there myself. So this is interesting um, because in order to have this true connection, that I so badly want, I need to be truly myself. And once I'm there, I probably have less difficulty as well in creating content with that type of connection or that type of level of connection. What do you think? Well, I, I clearly hear uh, an interaction with your audience. Uh, so the people that are so enthusiastic that you were showing yourself, for them, the 50% that you showed was for probably already something huge that they themselves would never dare. Yeah. And maybe a 100% naked version of Mark would be way too much yeah. for, those, yeah. for those people. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe, maybe it wasn't such a bad situation. You were giving half and they were receiving 
as much as they could handle at that moment. Yeah, yeah beautiful. That's a yeah, that's a beautiful insight. Yeah. yeah, there's something about um this um like saying it's a, it goes a little bit into your direction, like always saying the full truth. Mm. And there's a couple of people also in like spiritual circles that are committed to always say the full mm. truth. You know how much that sucks? Like yeah. I don't need there's just like some level of like normal um normal interaction right like when i'm at a business event like i like some things like people are like what's the purpose of the meeting maybe also yeah. right yeah. like and you can always stretch that a little bit like yes you can tell your personal story at a business meeting but it should still be related to business for instance yeah it's not about like it's not about like oh you like sharing like something that is you know like it's not it's a business meeting it's not uh the anonymous alcoholics yeah so even if we want even though we want honesty and even say mm -hmm. something like might go on might be going on so I... well I, I i was in a management team and where, where we did a check-in on purpose before starting the meeting we always did a check-in how you're feeling and uh, so if you had a, a bad morning, you had an argument with your wife or your, your parent got diagnosed with some illness, we always share that with each other. And that was such a good thing because if you don't and someone is, is grumpy or whatever, then you might judge them or uh, uh, communicate with them in, in a more harsh way than is, than is needed at the moment. So I thought that was a good thing, although we had to uh take care that it wasn't uh, talking about the weekend for uh, for 15 minutes each so only the check-in how are you feeling yeah and that, that really helps mm -hmm. and and because we wanted to be more than just colleagues and uh, also share these kinds of things so you have a different kind of relationship with each other yeah yeah well this it, it, of course this is interesting because like if you see now for example like the coach of the netherlands louis van gaal he is you could you could say that he is someone who, who almost always practice honesty that's why a lot of people don't like him because he's yeah. he says what he thinks to the to the journalists to to anybody around and so i respect that really a lot so i love him even when he is so confident about his own skills i love it because he means it like he's like actually honest yeah. and he also always talked about this in dutch totale mens principe so the total human being principle so there's there's a there's a human being behind the player and even though he realizes during a, a during a talk before the game that we are not there to talk about personal business but he knows no. how important it is to actually have those one-on-ones or two-on-twos or whatever to talk about the personal stuff as well because otherwise it's really difficult to be on a to be active and productive on a really high level to bring this a little bit back to um, actually being yourself, like without someone else, because I now used the example of Louis van Gaal and you just used the example of being in a meeting where you cannot be fully yourself or you can, whatever. Um, it's still an interesting challenge though, to do this on your own always. And what I mean by that is your, your, limited belief system your whole mindset can create whatever narrative that's plausible to you and could could create some kind of narrative that is 
keeping you or preventing you from actually being mm. yourself. Does this make sense? So what I'm yeah. curious, what I'm curious in is, do you see an ability or do you see a, a, a way of how you can make sure that you, you, you yourself know that you're actually being you? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah radical radical self-acceptance yeah um mm -hmm. that kind of yeah my, right like any type of any type of mindfulness practice yeah um something you should be able to feel yeah mm. It surely helps, like like mindfulness, like med if you do a meditation, uh, then a lot of the the bullshit you're carrying around isn't that important anymore. So you mm. you you lose that. And I think one of the things in artisanty is don't don't give any anything about what other people are thinking. Um, so that's like writing a message, like I am writing the book right now is uh am i writing what people want to know or am i writing what i want really what a message i want to share yeah yeah and like and the first the first thing that comes to mind if if i'm i'm writing my own story because there are some anecdotes in in the book about what i happened is always the thing is anyone waiting for this message? Does anyone want to hear that? And and I shared a couple of those things with other people, and they say that's amazing, that's raw, that's that's exactly what should be in it. Mm. So, but still, there's some 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 voice inside of you. Uh, is anyone waiting for 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 this misery or whatever it's about? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's, the, your question is is extreme. We I think we can talk for hours about that. How how do you know if you're because if you have interaction, you see, you get feedback, so you you can work on that. Mm -hmm. But if you're ex explicitly on your own and taping uh, of typing your your messages or your video messages, you you're recording, Mark. Yeah, I think there's a like on a practical level, um, which I I had this like I've heard about it a lot, and it only made sense recently. Um, is actually having like something like 50% awareness in your body, right? Like, am I like, then it's the question like, okay, am I making things up solely from my mind and I get kind of like lost? And this is also a thing about disconnection and connection. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm only, if I'm only in my mind and I'm writing something and I'm making up a story of how it's going to like, like catch on with people and da, 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 da yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm... I'm completely in disconnection. I'm only my my head floating around. Yeah. And this is like this can happen. And the question is always, okay, can I bring it like even even for myself, right? Like even in a in this like quiet alone time, can I bring it back to some like some bodily awareness, like how I'm sitting, where I'm sitting, or uh, like kind of like not be like explicitly in it, but like. Am I still connected? Do I still feel my heartbeat? Still, do I still feel like my uh, my muscles, my posture, all of all of those things? And it takes you out of your mind a little bit, but it get I think it gets uh, it happens to get you more into a state of connection, like a like state of uh, of integration, or even a connection to like something in the real world still, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the best the best things I wrote were with the Pomodori method. Are you are you uh, aware mm. of that? 
Just explain so a little bit on, to uh, our listeners. Music. I am, but <laughs> no, it's 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 uh it's it's called Pomodori. I think that's the guy that that that, that first wrote it down. And basically, you sit down with music on your headphone the same music every time so you you get used to it and you get into state when as soon as you hear the music and you just let let the words come and and let it flow you do it for 25 minutes then you take a five minute break you can go to the toilet have a coffee jump up and down or a trampoline whatever you want and then you do the next sessions and then when i'm working in that flow things are are coming almost automatically i, I did a small workshop about autom automatic writing and it was very interesting because what they say there and what I also heard from a lot of writers is, is that at some point you feel the information is not coming from you. You're only the, the one that's that's writing it down. And what, what well, I learned also during that Pomodori session is don't go editing. Don't, don't think this, I should put it another way. Do it later. Just let it, let it come and let it go. And I think that's the most authentic way of putting your message out. Wow. To be clear, you do this while the music is playing, right? So it's not like yeah, a session yeah, yeah. of and, music and, and then, right? It's, it's, yeah, and so I now have a playlist with uh, Tibetan uh, meditation music, and uh, that works great for me because I, and 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 I first did, uh, the first things I wrote I did with three songs from the Gladiator, so like a lot of classical uh, Hans Zimmer like music, mm. and 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 you train your body and your mind to it. So as soon as the music starts. You snap into it. Oh, nice. Even when I say it now, I feel the goosebumps. It's yeah, yeah. It's like a Pavlov, uh, Pavlov yeah, yeah, yeah. dog who yeah. starts salivating yeah. already, right? Yeah. Like, like it's yeah. like, it's like stupid, I'm drooling stupid, stupid, all, stupid, all, stupid, all over the paper while I'm writing. <laughs> You're trained like, like a dog. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it, it still works, right? Like the yeah. technique is old, and like the story is about dogs, but it still works. You get yourself into a flow state. This um, is awesome. Do do uh, maybe for the show notes for the podcast listeners, maybe we can share a link to to an example yeah. of this of of a playlist like this. Is that possible? Yeah, I will yeah? do that. Yeah, let's try to. Uh, so when, when and I, I will look, I, I will look, I, I I will look for a page where the where the method is explained easily. So perfect. Can look in. Hmm. perfect perfect i'm gonna uh, I, i'm going to try this out because i can actually already feel what you guys were talking about this is actually very interesting to uh to train yourself in this way to let the creativity flow instead of you working on that creativity but let it hmm. actually flow let it come to uh, through you hmm. yeah yeah that's beautiful good old okay um, this is also this is maybe something that uh, that comes to mind. I want to bring in a different um, not a different spin, a different aspect, but it also relates to this flow state, right? Where I'm like in like where I also at best I forget about myself, right? And I'm just there. This is like Tony, like even the the uh, the hardcore version of this is like going into full channeling mode, yeah, where it's like not even your information anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but this is also I feel like it's there's something about a safe setting. Right. Like we've talked about, like, OK, am I on my own? Am I in some kind of meeting setting? Like how how safe am I to express myself or how how full can I go? Like this like small circle, right? Like where I'm like also like I'm trying, trying to forget that we're like recording anything. And then like thinking, thinking like, oh, I have to like talk to hundreds of followers <laughs> on social media. Yeah, awesome. like. <laughs> 
how does that like this is also a question like how does that like how does that make you feel what's the what's the expectation like i know my strongest moments are usually in circles like this like very very small circles with only a few people in it a good uh good culture of conversation and that then also like a, a sort of like flow uh starts happening how is that like how does that uh relate to you guys in terms of like okay scale and like expectation like this is there does that ring something yeah well i i would definitely agree with you that the moment you on a rational level start to think about how you want people to receive it or oh wait now a lot of people are people are listening i have to play my a game or i have to be there with really sharp arguments and a really good explanation whenever i say something that will probably put some pressure on it besides that it's probably getting a little bit more fakeish and what i experience um is that it's a thin line again so i i i really believe it's a thin line and i think it's even a thin line to people who actually are used to speak for uh, a big audience and so this whole thing that we are discussing right now about finding a tool or a hack or something in order to create this connection with your true self so that you are only like the medium where it's flowing through, that's the thing I should be working on more often. Because otherwise, even if it's subconsciously, even if it's my ego, if it's something in my narrative that says, Mark, now you should be really good because now people are listening. That's probably the moment that you start to get a little bit more fakish. Because lack yeah. of better word, it's not like you're fake because you want to amuse people, whatever, right? But it's oh. less true than it mm. was when it you're kills, not thinking. It kills your authenticity. Yeah. It kills your authenticity. Yeah. And so you could argue, and that's the last point that I would make, that if you're doing this life, if you do something live and you feel, you feel the, the, the response of the audience and you are changing then your narrative or changing your behavior in order to create a better, higher energetic audience, you could say that's a quote-unquote good thing for a stand-up comedian, right? He is changing his jokes yeah, yeah, in order to like... create a... Yeah, so because he has to amuse them, his goal is to amuse them. But you could argue, is that also is it also right for you if you are just trying to connect with your true self and are waiting to connect with other people by being yourself? You don't want to connect by being someone else. So do you know where I'm going with this? It's like really interesting. If I want yeah, yeah, to connect yeah. being myself, I don't want to be this other person to get a better feedback of the audience because I only want to be actually myself. Well, mm. that's what I want to drop in here. Well, that's basic. I think that's the challenge to to perform the art of being yourself, no matter what conditions, no matter where. So I've seen some some of these podcasts uh, of the guy I talked about, and he's doing it in a church, and they're sitting uh, opposite to each other on a table, and and they're they're having a discussion with the two of them, and that there are five hundred people listening. That's that's they don't care. And, and I think that's that's the that's a powerful thing if you can do that. And yeah. one of the things I learned is that all my life things popped up in my mind for which and which I always thought, well, that's strange that it pops into my mind 
forget it. I'm thinking up things. That's the good thing of getting older, specifically over 50. You get a little bit less tense about that. And since I've been speaking out those things, 90% of 9 out of 10 times, people say, wow, that's an interesting way of looking at things. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's a feedback loop. Mm -hmm. So that gives me the confidence to speak yeah. out more. But from my, what apparently comes from my heart and not from, from my head. And uh, I, yeah, probably that's. Uh, I hope that there are ways to to uh, to find out how this works sooner than when you're over fifty. So there's still hope for you two guys, uh, <laughs> specifically for Mark because I think he's the youngest. <laughs> I'm an old. Do you, know, yeah, you understand yeah. what I, what I, what I'm talking about? Definitely. I mean, it's almost back to the. Um... It's the channeling. I don't even know if stuff comes. So the picture that comes to my mind, same thing, right? Like it comes. Um, and I I believe we can tap into, we kind of tap can tap into the audience, even if it's not listening yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. There's some very thin, fine, like cosmic dynamics um, far beyond our reach. And this can be like if you have an audience and you're talking there and you get this idea, right? You get it it's almost like a, you get a download and you you are certainly, if you are aware of like your own energy, if you're somewhat connected to your heart while you're speaking, not only in your mind, um, then stuff and truth comes out that maybe needs, like even one person in the room needs to hear, right? Like all that, like... Yeah fits the situation together more so uh being almost being willing yeah being like loosening the controls and being like willing to uh like be the channel for this information yeah um yeah. is uh something like it's actually giving up control in a uh, in a conversation and there is a great i can like totally relate to uh what you're saying in that way where things are coming through because you're uh, you've chosen or you have been uh, chosen to be on stage at that moment. So you have chosen to come, like maybe you're just coming and you're choosing to like bombard the audience with all your knowledge, like mind stuff. But maybe you've chosen to show up and um, express whatever wants to express itself yeah. um, in that moment. Yeah. And this is the um, this is the point. One more uh, one more point because I think it is not about am I being authentic or am I changing my story so that it appears to the audience? But if I am connected to an audience, can I even? How can I react to the audience? How can I interact with the audience and still be myself? So that they get a better experience of the same thing that I have been, uh, that I wanted to express in the uh, in the first place. I think yeah. in in the ideal situation, the things that pop up in your heart are triggered by the audience, mm -hmm. and not 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 uh, 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 only because the way the things they say, but mm -hmm. also the energy that's in the room. Or the energy that's in the connection with you and the people with you in the in. I mean, I think the way we are talking, the three of us, is a great example of 
sharing and and flowing and and uh connecting yeah and i'm still with you two guys not with the 12 million listeners we have by now yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but that's that's completely true the first season of the mark my word show was uh, most of the time it was an interview setting and most of the time the one who was getting interviewed wanted to know the questions up front so that he or she could think mm. about the answers already and you could feel if you listen to those episodes right now i feel i definitely feel that the connection wasn't there like mm. at least not all the time because you were so like it was sort of like sometimes it was staged and you feel the differences mm -hmm. between the two interviews when it wasn't staged and when it was, when someone was, was like really wanted to control the outcome of her or his performance, whereas someone else just said, no, just ask me anything and we will get there. Then you will feel this whole yeah. different energy, especially if the listener is also connected more to its heart than, than the mind. So yeah, now that we are flowing, we can be ourselves and everything that's, that's coming up is probably of some kind of importance because we feel it. And um, I would argue that the thing you said, Tim, is really interesting. You can still be authentic, even though you could adjust to the kind of energy that's in the room, right? You you don't have to like be a fake version to actually change your behavior, right? Like your output could be can be changed even though you're still authentic. But how do you explain this? This may be my last question about this topic. How can you explain this to someone who isn't there yet? Who, who don't have this connection with their hearts yet? Because interestingly enough, if you explain this to someone who has already done the work, like some, some mindfulness practices, they know what you're talking about. You don't have to explain it. But I have a lot of people in my environment who like, they look at me all glassy and stuff. And they're like, what? Connection to the heart, I'm like, yeah, I'm always myself, blah, 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 blah. I'm always myself. And yet they are not. So how could you explain something like this to them? This... Start asking questions. Like what? Start by asking questions to get an idea of what their world looks like. And, uh, and at some point you can start asking questions, questions like, uh have you have you if you know the person and you know his situation and he, uh, he has become a father at some point can you remember how it felt when your son or daughter was born and you have to be of stone if you didn't feel anything at that point and then they can relate for a bit what it feels to to know where your heart is and where it comes from yeah or or specific decisions they have made in life that could relate of to to doing it from the heart instead of the head, like simple examples. So it's a base, basically a reverse storytelling uh, technique, mm -hmm. uh, where that's this there's always the good thing. Like like I I learned that of course with Tony Robbins and all the other guys, is like going back to a situation where you were extremely. Uh, happy, joyful, uh, uh, loving, and and reproduce the feeling you had at that at that point, and that's a great exercise to 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 get to feel that again. And of course, they go to the next level that you think something in the future 
that you want to reach or uh, manifest and that you already are grateful for it happening in the, in the future but in related to your question this could this could be a way to get the conversation going instead of yeah trying to to get the whole thing so basically we're back where we started tim like uh giving people facts and uh it's like this and you go from the heart yeah. blah, 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 or start with start with yeah. small stories and if the stories are uh from yourself that's a good one but if if they're from the person you're asking the question to it's way stronger because it's their feeling they can yeah. relate to that they can remember that hmm. what is the the good good question of yeah what is what is your your story there's a lot of like i just i just realized how like realizing how much of my uh how much of my work or the the like webinar stuff that i'm like pushing out right now is actually like centered around this right it's like what's your like what's your story right yeah. and i've learned yeah. like like just by like going through life with this like kind of in my head i've seen so many I've met so many people and I'm so um I'm almost I'm almost feeling desperate for them to be like oh my god I cannot I cannot wait for you to open up and share how your like share your story and your vulnerability and your like soft moments with the world so that other people can also know and accept that they can have those soft moments and that it's like okay to have those soft moments and that there's a lot of value in it much more than right like your 500 page phd thesis is like one thing but like okay that like one story that like really like either like it broke my heart or like really nourished my heart and like carried me through like years just because i had this like one one thing like this like daughter that was born for instance right like that like completely changes people and like transforms them and there's so much there's still so much power in there um there's still so much potential just in people reconnecting to those moments uh, yeah. and not even listening to the stories necessarily of others but joining in to um to sharing this I think it's a normal normal human thing that if you listen to a story of someone else, you automatically start translating it to a situation of your own. Yeah. Just just hearing the story of someone else. And I think that, that when we were kids, we were all much more open also in our heart. So that's also a good thing to jump back to. Childhood. Playfulness. Yeah. Definitely. I think in this in this conversation is the beauty in its is is in its simplicity. Like it's so deep if you think about it. And at the same time, if you feel the conversation, it's instantly true. So you feel it instantly. So yes, it's really deep for some of them, but you can also make it really concrete at the same time. And for example, let's say someone is listening uh, to our conversation right now in order to create better content because they are struggling with their content strategy, they now know what they need to do. They now know what, they, I know what I need yeah. to do. 
This yeah. and, and and at the same time, I don't have a content strategy in the first place. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like not I, the old school type. Yeah. Think about the content and the content strategy. Think about who you are and what you are, what you have inside of you to share with the world. Mm. And probably, if you put on some good music or you get connected with your with yourself, and you just let the words flow. You will probably come up with way more impactful stuff than you would otherwise be if you think about the expectation in return, right? So, yeah. and you I might even be surprised that if you, after a few weeks, read back what you have put on paper, that you are yeah. amazed and think, yeah. Did I write that? <laughs> yeah, is this me? Is yeah. this me? Beautiful. So, guys, what do you think? Can we close this uh, discussion for today? Yeah. Yeah. That was fan a fantastic round trip. Thank you both. Yes, I definitely agree. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mark. Myself, we got a Thank great you, job. Mark. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank us. Thank us. Thank us. And we are happy being us. Okay. Thank you for the listeners. Bye-bye. See you later. Ciao.